0: Welcome to An Uncommon Hour, a podcast where we delve into the things we often overlook in common hours. I'm Allie Nicole, a holistic life coach and yoga teacher, here to help you slow down, delve into the deep spaces of your heart and soul, and step into your highest self. In today's episode, we'll break down imposter syndrome. We'll discuss what it actually is, how it might be showing up in your life, and what you can do to kick it to the curb and begin making progress towards your goals and dreams. So let's dive right in. What is imposter syndrome? Well, as defined by Merriam-Webster, imposter syndrome is a psychological condition that is characterized by persistent doubt concerning one's abilities or accomplishments, accompanied by the fear of being exposed as a fraud, despite evidence of one's ongoing success. It was first discovered by two badass female doctors in 1978. They coined the term imposter phenomenon and researched this concept by interviewing 150 high achieving women. Every single one of these women had one thing in common, they were clearly high achievers in life. They got the grades, they got the degrees, they, got, they passed all the tests. They were spoken highly of about their successes by their colleagues. Regardless of this external success they all shared, recognized clearly by those surrounding them, the majority suffered from a feeling within them that they were a fraud. They believed they got where they were because of luck, And that people overestimated their intelligence and achievements ultimately they really just didn't believe the praise they were getting was founded to them people were just bigging them up and they didn't deserve it another significant observation that came out of this study was that they mostly shared symptoms of depression anxiety and low self-confidence now we can't overlook the fact that the study was based around gender We all know the patriarchy exists, so I don't think I need to explain too much of the obvious here. That being said, men also experience imposter syndrome as well, just not quite to the extent that females do. In fact, I have witnessed this firsthand. I once experienced someone who is relatively famous, mind you, show a bit of this vulnerability to me. They were in a situation where several people were really praising them and almost a bit giddy to be around them. And when we both walked away from that situation, the person I'm referencing looked at me with a complete different expression on their face and a completely different composure in their body than they just had in front of these fans of theirs. And they started to question themselves. Was that okay? Did I, did I handle that okay? I was actually a little bit shocked. Here's this super confident person asking me if they did all right meeting some of their fans. That was when it hit me that those feelings that I have definitely experienced numerous times in my life were something that everyone has to some degree. And I believe this to be true in even the most confident of us. I like to think of imposter syndrome as a massive separation between what you believe to be true in your mind and what is actually true in your life, a dichotomy between your internal world and your external world, your perception versus reality. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know I'm a firm believer that we are not our thoughts. And if you take one thing from this episode, know this to be true. Just because you feel like a fraud or you feel not worthy, that does not mean it is true. So how do you know you might be experiencing imposter syndrome? How might this show up in your life? Well, you might be experiencing feelings of unworthiness, fear, self-doubt, I'm not ready to do this yet, I'm not experienced enough, or I'm not intelligent enough, even though in reality you have experience, you have intelligence and skills. Perfectionism is also a big symptom of imposter syndrome. You may feel uncomfortable receiving any form of praise or compliments. It can also show up as holding you back from really going after your goals and dreams. Or, once you've achieved something, just simply feeling like you don't deserve it, or people are going to realize you are a fraud. The astoundingly incredible Maya Angelou once said, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. Albert Einstein, also in his later years, said, The exaggerated esteem in which my life work is held makes me feel very ill at ease i feel compelled to think of myself as an involuntary swindler these celebrities these famous people everyone experiences this so you how might this show up in your life you might have done something maybe gotten a degree or a scholarship or an award or a great job you know people know that you're talented Yet you just don't believe it. You create excuses in your mind for what you've received. I only got that job as a fluke. Our brains try to tell us we are not worthy of anything. We have something and we aren't even allowing ourselves to enjoy it. It's a feeling that you might be found out. It can keep you from doing the things you want to do, simply put. Maybe you've trained in something, but you're scared to actually undertake that role or job. Or pursue that passion, I'm simply not ready yet. The thing about imposter syndrome is that there is no threshold of accomplishments that you can reach that is going to make this go away. So that means if you feel this way right now and you're telling yourself, well one day I'll feel confident in myself, one day once I've accomplished that thing I'll really love myself, well hate to break it to you but that's not gonna happen but what can happen is you can break this way of thinking today and now i'll tell you how so i'll go over five ways to overcome imposter syndrome and the first one is a big one and it's all about awareness so you guys know i talk about awareness all the time it's the first step to everything taking this a little bit further though i want to talk about normalization which is so important there is actually a term that exists called pluralistic ignorance it essentially means that we all experience self-doubt but we think that we are alone in this such a big part of my mission in the work that i do is to normalize feelings and emotions i've seen this come up so many times with my clients i am convinced that everyone feels this same way that we are alone the feelings we have of self-doubt or fear or simply not being worthy enough we all have them it is due to the way our brains are designed But by being aware of this, we have taken the first step to overcome it. Be vulnerable. Share your experience. Just as I am sharing my experience with you guys right now in hopes that this will help you to know that you are not alone. I have experienced these feelings too. Talk to others about their experience and I guarantee you, You will see these feelings are normal. That is the first step. Just simply being aware. This opens your consciousness to a new belief. When we normalize these very common experiences, we are able to let them go and create new ones. The next step is to spend time thinking about your accomplishments in a positive way. Recognize the reality recognize the hard work that you've put in and all of the experiences in your life that led you to this place nothing happens overnight you put in the work you just haven't taken the time to actually acknowledge that step three recognize that deep need for approval within you and where it might have come from I've experienced imposter syndrome myself, as I mentioned, and the deeper I've dug into this, the more I can spot where the belief that I am not enough came from. Where did you get yours? Now, there are many factors here. Family, friends, our schooling, our childhood, our relationships, our careers, society, and these things all compound. So it's often not just one thing. Work them out, recognize the truth that is this. You are just as worthy now as you were when you were that sweet little baby. Step four, embrace your strengths. I wanna share an experience on my journey of overcoming imposter syndrome with you. I applied for a dream job that I didn't feel like I would ever get, but I gave it a shot anyways. I got the job. I was absolutely over the moon. Soon after, and by soon, I mean probably right when I got the call saying I got the job, imposter syndrome hit me big time. I didn't have the technical skills involved in this kind of work. I literally felt like a fraud. How did I manage to get this highly regarded role? What eventually got me out of this way of thinking was the realization that They didn't hire me for my technical skills. That wasn't even in the job description. They hired me for my insights, my strategy, my experience, and my people skills. Those are things I'm good at. You don't have to be everything. You can't be. Our brains simply don't allow for it. You could have the highest IQ in the entire world, but there are going to be many, many things you still can't do iq for instance isn't the same as eq or emotional intelligence and vice versa we all have unique strengths and embracing what that is for you and letting go of those perceived weaknesses will help you to overcome imposter syndrome step five just get started start before you feel ready i'll share another experience of mine because i swear to you All of the things I have done in my life that I am proud of, I did before I felt ready. So I started practicing yoga 21 years ago. I was very young, but I loved it. When I got on my mat, something lit up in me and I always knew I wanted to teach it someday. I wanted to share it with others. It took me almost 19 years to actually make the decision to teach. I remember the day super clearly I was chatting with my husband, the same old conversation I had had with him numerous times before. I mean, we're talking years before this particular conversation. I was saying how I would love to teach yoga, but I'm just not ready. I don't think I'm good enough. And my incredibly supportive, amazing husband turned around and dropped a truth bomb. He called me out. He said, that is bullshit. It hit me like a ton of bricks. But in the moment, I woke up. I had been practicing for almost 20 years, and I'm sitting here saying I'm not good enough. I realized it wasn't true. It was not true at all. Yet I had convinced myself for years now that it was. Two years on, and now I teach people yoga and meditation all over the world, and I love it. And people keep coming back, so I know that I must be good at it. That is what is real and true, not the story I had made up in my head. To take this story even further, recently I experienced a profound moment. Many years ago, way before I had actually trained to teach, When I was just kind of playing around and teaching friends and family, I had taught someone some yoga back in the day. Now, I haven't spoken to this particular person in years, and this person reached out recently to say how much of an impact I made on them back then by teaching them yoga and that they had continued their practice because of me. I literally started bawling, guys. I cried my eyes out. And it makes me tear up again to even think about it because all those years before that, I had spent telling myself that I wasn't good enough to train to be a teacher. I realized that I already was a teacher and I had already impacted someone with my practice. I'm telling you this to highlight this point I want you all to take with you today. Start before you feel ready. Push through. I promise you, if you have that passion deep inside of you to do something and you trust that intuitive guidance that it's what you should be doing, you can do it. Now, go out there, keep pushing forwards, lean into what is uncomfortable because there is growth on the other side. You are worthy, you are beautiful. Thank you for joining me for this episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, leave a review, share it with a friend who also could use this message. I'll see you soon. This podcast was sponsored by me, Ali Nicole. I offer one-to-one life coaching, online group yoga classes, and online full and new moon circles. I also have a private Facebook group called Mindful Empowerment for anyone who would like to join a supportive community of people on their journey to living more mindfully empowered. For more information, click the link in the description or visit www.allinicole.com. That's A-L-L-I-N-I-C-H-O-L-E.com.